1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Kramer Financial Talk. My name is Jim Kramer with Kramer Investment Services. If you'd like to hear more information about what you're hearing during our show today, give us a call. Our Lake Geneva, Wisconsin office number is 262-729-4128. Our McHenry, Illinois office is 815-331-8096. And if you'd like to visit our website, that is at www.kramerinvestmentservices.com. Kramer is spelled K-R-A-M-E-R. On our website, you can review the past couple of podcasts that we have. And those that are subscribers to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can see or listen to any of our previous podcasts. Please don't hesitate to reach out with us if you have any questions, or if you wish to set up a face-to-face meeting. Now, during the past year, when many people have been working from home, reducing their trips outside, or helping their children, grandchildren, adapt to virtual learning, time has become a relative fun, you know, relatively a funny thing. Hours and days for some blended together, but you know who's been paying very close attention to the calendar these days? That's the IRS. During today's show, we're going to discuss some potential tax breaks and credits from three different categories. The first one is going to be for people that are 50 years or older. The second category are self-employed persons. And the third one is for tax breaks to any individual. But before we get into the strategies for dealing with the IRS, let me introduce you to my co-host, Tony Short. Tony, how are you doing today?
0: Oh, I am doing great, Jim. Thanks for having me on the show today. I'm excited about this one. This is a great topic, and I know you. we have a lot to get to, uh, but yeah, I've had a, a great week. I've enjoyed the weather. I've gotten a lot done. How about you? How are you doing?
1: Well, happy Tuesday to you. Um, yeah, it's, we're having some really good weather. This is in, This is April 6th today, and yep. we have weather today that's going to be in the 70s, so it's a good wow. day to be outside. <laughs>
0: It is a great day. Now, how about that market update?
1: All right. Thank you, Tony. All right, the S&P 500 grew a little bit week over week. It's now up 9% year to date. So a couple of percentage points of an increase, due in large part due to the government stimulus talk that's been going on. The Dow Jones also grew a little over a percent over the week. It's now up to 9.5% year to date. The NASDAQ stock exchange grew a couple of percent as well, up now over 5.5% year-to-date. So overall in the U.S., stocks are up. Uh, It's been a good first quarter of the year. Uh, The bond market is on the opposite end of things. It's down a little over 3% year-to-date. It's been pretty much stuck there for a good uh, couple of weeks. So definitely a stock market friendly environment right now. People seem to like the government stimulus plans, uh, especially investors. And so we'll see where that all goes.
0: Yeah. Well, it has been interesting. It's been a wild ride as the stock market usually is. And now talking about taxes, I think this is obviously a great time to discuss taxes with the IRS deadline. The IRS deadline right around the corner. And I'm sure some people out there listening may have already filed, but I know there's plenty of people who haven't yet, especially considering the deadline for filing has been moved to May 17th from the normal April 15th tax deadline. So how do you want to get us started on this topic today, Jim?
1: All right, Tony, let's first start with some potential tax breaks for folks 50 years and older. A recent U.S. News and World Report article titled 10 Tax Breaks for People Over 50 has some pretty good information. While you are if you're in your 50s, 60s, or older, it may mean you're moving a little bit slower these days than where you were when you were in your twenties, except for you, Tony. The good news <laughs> is that there are some really good financial advantages are being in that age bracket. As the article notes, once you turn age 50, and especially when you turn age 65, you can get a bigger standard tax deduction, which could allow you to earn more money without you even having to file a tax return. You know, Additionally, if you're older than 50, you may be able to defer taxes and perhaps even avoid paying taxes altogether on the money you're using for your retirement or your health savings account.
0: Interesting. A bigger standard deduction? Uh, I like the sound of that, Jim.
1: Yeah, I do as well, Tony. So as long as you do not itemize your taxes, you can utilize a much larger standard tax deduction that's been around for the last couple of years if you're age 65 or older. And for single filers, the current standard tax deduction for seniors is currently $1,650 more than for the deduction for people under age 65. for married couples age 65 years or older, that amount is $2,600 higher than those that are under age 65. Wow.
0: Well, and you also mentioned a larger filing threshold. Explain that to us.
1: Sure, Tony. Uh, Single filers who are 65 years or older can have a larger gross income and have as much as... $14,050 before they even have to file a tax return. So you can make that amount of money without having to do a tax return. Now that's $1,650 more than for younger workers. And for married couples, the threshold is $27,500 if both husband and wife are 65 years or older, and it's $26,000 $100 $100 if only one spouse is 65 years or older. So you can make a you know, a decent income without even having to file in that situation. Wow. You should note, though, that even if you're below the filing requirement so that you don't have to file a tax return, you may want to do so anyways because you may qualify for potential tax credits or refunds of, uh, of withheld income taxes.
0: Yeah, that's true. You should always work one out to see where it comes out Uh, anyway. uh, And I don't think I'm breaking any new ground here when I say that this can get confusing. You're spouting off a lot of numbers and all the rules and requirements. So if folks out there listening haven't already, they're going to want to work closely with somebody like yourself, Jim, a financial services professional, uh, because you have a wealth of experience and insight when it comes to taxes. Uh, You don't want to take on the tax man alone, right, Jim?
1: No, I agree with you on that one, Tony. Another place uh, for folks who are 65 years or older to find some tax relief is with their property taxes. Now, we first should note that property tax regulations differ, differ throughout the entire country. Your state and your municipality all have different rules. But in some locations, people older than a certain age who earn below a defined threshold may be able to take advantage of property or school tax relief. Now, for example, in the state of Wisconsin, a person aged 65 years or older are given an additional deduction of $250 off their state taxes. But in addition to that, there's a homestead credit for those that are 62 years or older. In Illinois, seniors can save on average up to $300 a year on property taxes and up to $750 when combined with the homeowner exemption. The applicant must have owned and occupied the property as of January 1, and it must have been at least 65 years or, or older during the entire tax year in question. Be sure to carefully research the property and school tax, school district taxes in your community just to make sure that you're taking advantage of all the potential tax breaks that are out there. You may, It may mean you have to fill out some extra paperwork, but it's well worth it if you're going to save some money off your taxes.
0: Sure. And you've talked a lot so far on the show about tax breaks for people who are 65 years or older, but there are also some potential tax strategies for people younger than that, right?
1: That's right. So there definitely is. For example, once you turn 50, you can put in an extra $1,000 a year into your IRA. Now for folks under 50 you can put in up to six thousand dollars a year into the ira and for this year for those that are 50 years or older it's up to seven thousand dollars so if you can take advantage of that please do so for example a worker in their 50s let's say they're in the 24 income tax bracket so they're making a decent income and they've maxed out their ira well they would save an up to one thousand six hundred and eighty dollars on their current tax bill as a result of maxing that uh or putting in that additional um seven thousand dollars into the ira in illinois unlike many other states pensions iras and 401k distributions are state income tax free
0: oh wow okay that's handy so 401k catch-ups uh, also being at age 50 right they, they start at 50.
1: That's right. So, Tony, workers who are 50 years or older can defer income taxes on an additional $6,500 in their 401k than younger workers. Remember, taxes on your 401k aren't due until you begin to take your withdrawals. So, if you got an opportunity to put some additional money aside, especially if you're in a higher income tax bracket, that can really cut down on your tax bill.
0: Sure sure and we're we're talking about taxes and you know when we start talking about taxes a lot of people hear this sound
1: but, but
0: but jim i think the importance is minimizing your tax burden and helping yourself out financially that's a great thing and and that's where this conversation is really helpful but uh, filing taxes can be a source of anxiety for a lot of self-employed people especially And I think there's something to be said for just having that money taken right out of your paycheck. And that's a luxury that self-employed people don't have. So what are some of the options that folks have when it comes to tax deductions who are self-employed?
1: Okay. So there was an article I read from Investopedia called 15 Tax Deductions and Benefits for the Self-Employed. It has some very good information. For example, if you are self-employed, your internet and phone bills are a good place to start. Whether or not you're claiming a home office on your deductions, you can claim the business portion of your phone and internet costs. You want to make sure that you only deduct what you're directly spending on those things that are related to your work.
0: Sure. And clearly, if you are self-employed, working with somebody like yourself, Jim, a financial services professional, is a really smart move because... You can provide them with guidance, not only on their taxes, but their overall financial strategy. Uh, And as you know, Jim, one thing I'm always curious about is what a person can deduct when it comes to meals. I'm thinking that pizza buffet. If I slip the guy at the pizza buffet, my business card, can I deduct it?
1: Um, If you did, I don't know about that, Tony. (laughs) I know I know with you there's three certainties in life death taxes and pizza. Yeah and we're and, already
0: talking about taxes we're going to avoid If you can get a deduction on it death. even better right? <laughs> yeah we're going to we're talking about taxes we're going to avoid death and uh, I've already worked pizza in so we've got yeah, all like right. three of the certainties or two right. of That's right.
1: So you you're right that meal deductions can be a source of confusion you can deduct meals Whenever you're traveling for business at a business conference or entertaining clients, but don't forget that that meal can't be overly extravagant. The article also notes that a temporary rule change on meal deductions through 2022, you can deduct 100% of meals as long as they're served in a restaurant. Previously, you could only deduct 50% of the meals cost if you kept your receipt or 50% of the standard meal allowance if you have a record of that time, place, and business purpose of that meal.
0: Wow. Well, that's an interesting rule change. I imagine that will be nice uh, a a nice perk for a lot of self-employed people, being able to deduct deduct 100% of business meals. Uh, What's next, Jim?
1: All right, I think the next critical subject is travel. Simply put, to qualify for a tax deduction, your business travel must be longer than one ordinary workday and must include sleep or rest and take place outside of the area of your tax home, which is generally considered the city or where your business is located. Additionally, to qualify for a business trip, you need to have a a specific business purpose scheduled before you leave your home. And during the trip, you must engage in real business activity. Business activity includes cultivating new clients, customers, meeting with clients, learning new skills, and so forth. As the article notes, handing out your business card, uh, well, I hate to say this for you, Tony, to a friend's Las Vegas bachelor party, or for you watching your Minnesota Vikings, the beloved... Vikings at their new home stadium doesn't quite qu- qualify for that tax deduction.
0: <laughs> you were going to say watching my beloved Minnesota Vikings lose uh, with a client doesn't qualify as a tax deductible expense.
1: Well, I decided to be nice today. I, Tony. Know,
0: I know how uh, you <laughs> Packers and Bears fans are with us Minnesota Vikings fans, but uh, I'm sure you have all three listening out there. Uh, And we can all get along, but it probably goes without saying, if you do travel a lot for your business, you need to make sure you're keeping accurate records of that and receipts in case the IRS gets curious about what you're up to. What are some of the rules for a self-employed person, their vehicle use?
1: That's another great question, Tony. If you're using your car for business purposes, your costs for those drives are tax deductible. This is another place where efficient and regular record-keeping is going to be really important because you'll want to make sure you keep track of the date, the mileage, and the reason for the trip. It's important to not include personal trips as business trips.
0: Yeah. So how does that deduction work, though, Jim?
1: Well, the easiest step is to calculate deductions using the standard mileage rate that's determined by the IRS. It changes from year to year. The current standard mileage rate uh, is $0.50, Per mile in 2021, simply write down the miles you've driven and then multiply them by the standard rate. Your total is then deductible.
0: Yeah. How about educational write-offs?
1: Yeah, that's a good place. Uh, Educational expenses you want to deduct have to be related to maintaining your business or enhancing your skills in a way that will improve your business. The expenses for classes intended to help you prepare for a new career, though, that's not deductible.
0: Yeah. Well, and we've talked about tax breaks for those who are 50 years and older, as well now as tax breaks for self-employed people. What about tax breaks that anybody out there can utilize, Jim?
1: Well, with children, we get into child care tax credits rather than a deduction. And it may come with more advantages because it reduces your overall tax bill dollar for dollar. Sure. So So
0: what you're saying, tax credits are always better than tax deductions.
1: Yes, that's that's exactly right. So, for example, if you're in the 24 percent income tax bracket, each dollar of deductions is equivalent to 24 cents. But each dollar for tax credits is worth actually that same dollar. So you may qualify for a tax credit worth between 20 to 35% of your actual childcare expenses while you work. However, if your employer provides childcare reimbursements uh, in which you can pay for childcare with pre-tax dollars, that might be a really good move. Money that flows through a reimbursement account isn't subject to federal income taxes and it's also shielded from the 7.65% payroll tax. There's more to a child tax credit that won't be able to, that we won't be able to discuss here today. Um, now, with the American Rescue Plan that we did on a previous uh, podcast, we discussed parents for the year two thousand and twenty one can now deduct, or um, excuse me, can now get a tax credit of three thousand dollars per child that for the child between the ages of six and seventeen years old, and then for children under the age of six, they will get thirty six hundred dollars as a tax credit per child. In addition, each American that makes $75,000 a year or less will get another check of $1400 for an actual credit. Also, if you make a lot of charitable contributions, you know, you might want to consider itemizing your taxes for that year and get a bigger deduction than what the actual standard tax deduction is available these days.
0: Yeah, making sure you're working with your childcare uh, expenses and other deductions to your advantage. Definitely seems like a, another great reason to work with someone like yourself, a financial services professional. And, and this has been a terrific show today. We've covered a lot, but we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today?
1: Well, I just want to mention as an investment advisor, I do spend an awful lot of time in discussion of this area just to make sure that my clients are getting the best tax advice. You know, I use a CPA firm. Uh, As it pertains to my clients' investments, I try to give proactive tax advice. And whenever you're working with a, a financial services professional, I think it's a very good idea to make sure you're being given the full perspective of what you should look for in the area of taxes in coordination with their existing accountant or if they need one, certainly with the services of the CPA firms that I represent. Uh, So if you'd like to hear more information about what we discussed today, and of course, we only covered a very small portion of the tax perspective, I'd like to encourage you to call our offices in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. The number is 262-729-4128. In McHenry, Illinois, our office number is 815-331-8096. Or feel free to visit us on our website at www.kramerinvestmentservices.com.
0: All right. Thanks, Jim. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Kramer Financial Talk with our host, Jim Kramer. Thank you for listening to Kramer Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Kramer at Kramer Investment Services. Call 262-729-4128 or visit them online at kramerfinancialtalk.com.